Hello, Mike Hodgson here from Sarabi Gold, CEO uh, of our Sarabi Gold Junior, Mine, Junior Miner, TSX and AIM listed. We're producing high-grade gold in, in Brazil. Uh, two small operations, uh, Polita Complex, Polita and Sao Chico, with a Kronger project, which we're bringing on stream and developing at the moment with uh, some pretty interesting exploration on the, on the side in a really blossoming, growing area in Brazil called the Tapajós, a big artisanal gold field. And that's our business. And we're looking forward to a continued improvement uh, in 2022 following a, a solid 2021. Yeah, so a solid 2021. You, you, um, you put out a sort of release and you've, um, you're talking about the production guidelines for 2021 um, off the back of a, a tricky 2020. So uh, it's been quite a couple of years for you in Brazil, it's fair to say. It has, Matt. I mean, we weren't immune from anybody uh, like everybody in 2020. It was, you know, it was a, it was a, it was a tough old year, and uh, it was a, a t times it was just a case of, of survival. I think really, uh, we got through that, which was great. Uh, and 2021, uh, we have gone a long way to improve and recover. I mean, I think people can look at our grades. Our mine grades went up to 17 percent uh, from 21 to 2020. So real success story there. We got 34,000 ounces for the year, which was great. Um, the last quarter was a little bit down. The grades in Sao Chico were a little bit disappointing, but we knew that was coming. We actually, you know, it, the Sao Chico ore body is a bit different. We, you, it's a long haul deposit where you're just mining a long um, uh, sort of in, in sequence. So you essentially can't, you just have to sort of eat what you kill in a way as you go. Polito is a bit more flexible and you can like or go from one area to the other. So the Sao Chico grades, we just had to battle our way to some lower grade stuff, but it was by no means a disastrous quarter. It was a, a decent quarter. And we ended up, as I say, with um, sort of 35, 34,000 ounces for the year, which was within guidance. So I, you know, can't ask the guys to do anything any more than that. I mean, in 2019, you got hugely rewarded for the prospect of Karinga coming aboard and doubling answers up to, you know, nearest down at 80,000 answers a, a year producer, having been sort of steady state 40,000 off of, off of Polito. But COVID comes along and all of the, you know, issues around movement of people, et cetera, movement and movement of equipment. You've got supply chain issues, um, even into this uh, 2021 as well, impacting things. 30, 34,000 ounces compared to steady state of 40,000. It's quite the drop off. Um, do we expect to sort of see more of the same in 2022 as you battle rec to recover? Because it feels like you've had to change the order of play uh, operationally to actually get anything out of the ground. I think, you know, the supply chain, you hit the nail on the head with the supply chain issues. I don't think people thought, you know, in although we're in the north, and I've said this to you in the past, you know, we're, we we got off fairly lightly because we're an under, so a lightly populated part of Brazil. A lot of our equipment and our needs, are, and it, these these aren't big items, they're generally in-country items. But, you know, there was a, literally a sort of six-month shutdown in southern Brazil, the manufacturing base of Brazil. So when these guys reopened sort of middle of last year, the way Brazil's 250 million people, it's a huge market. And we're one small, you know, group with our hand up saying, we want trucks, we want this, we want that. Really battling to get the simplest of things, you know. And uh, it's just not like, I wish it was, just like turning on a tap when you want it again. It just isn't that simple. For example, we are waiting five months for trucks that are manufactured in Brazil, regular road trucks we use in the mine. Uh, the waiting list is huge and we're constantly getting disappointed. It's getting better. It was getting better in the sort of the last or, uh, last quarter of um, 2021, but it, it's still not solved January 2022. So we are still having to sort of deal with what we can, use equipment longer than we wanted. We've had to bring decommissioned trucks back into the mine to, to try to help out. You know, you can't 
contractors won't actually allow you to use um that will you it's very hard to find a contractor that will let you use trucks underground because for obvious reasons they get beaten up so um you know it, it, we just got to battle way through for another quarter or so on this before this sort of works its way through uh, and then we'll be sort of a full fleet full complement and we should enjoy sort of good q2 good q3 good good q4 it's, been, it's it kind of feels like it's been a real battle like i i, I and i can understand the, the, the kind of covid component and supply chain uh, issues because i think that's a kind of global thing but do when you're talking to um institutional investors when you're talking to strategic investors when you're talking to um people in industry i mean do they look at brazil as a tier one de uh, destination for gold miners or are there easier places to do business? I, I suspect, I mean, we're in a remote part of Brazil and, and one of our biggest problems is, let's say some of the underground equipment, um, it's specialized underground mining equipment, small underground mining equipment. There aren't many people doing that in the world. So of course, it's always gonna be challenging to get specialized equipment. You know, the big guys in Brazil, the big, huge valets, Kinrosses, uh, BHPs who are moving, you know, mountains, big equipment. Those are the guys that actually get their equipment through first because they're big, they're big contracts. They're big. They're uh, they're putting in big orders. So they get priority. We're sort of in around the edges trying to get sort of the smaller bits of equipment. And um, although we shout a lot, our, our business just isn't actually probably quite as quite as important. So unfortunately, we we have to sort of make do a little bit. So when you know, as all these businesses are beginning to produce again and sort of switch on their their production lines, etc. You know, we're just in the queue, uh, but you know, we're getting there. We're getting there. Right, but I, what I need to build is, as an investor, I, I need to build that. You will get there because, you know, producing uh, 30,000 ounces, producing 30,000 ounces a year or 34,000 ounces a year versus 40,000 as a percentage, it's, 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 a, it's a meaningful difference for you in terms of free cash flow, right? We went, we've had lots of discussions around you sort of tidying up your balance sheet and, you know, taking investors out and re replacing it with new money. And, and you, you did a good job in very difficult circumstances, I, I may add. But that free cash flow component, especially when you're talking about bringing something like Karenga on board, is really, really important to you. So do you see things, how quickly do you see things um, improving in-country operationally for you guys and more broadly? Because we had a great conversation with um, you and I think a couple of other um, Brazilian mining yeah. operators, and they were all saying the same thing as you. I don't, I don't think you're unique in, the, in some of the problems you're facing, but how do you see the timing now? Because we spoke, I think, was that beginning of December uh, around then? I mean, how do you feel yeah. about it now? Yeah. Uh, well, um, I stand by what I said then. You know, um, the... The, the flip side to all of that is it's a great time to be a producer in Brazil. The exchange rate is fantastically in our favor. Uh, and, you know, the gold price has held up really well. We're sort of sitting 1830 at the moment. Uh, super exchange rate. So it's not all, yeah, there's supply chain issues, but we're getting compensated by a great gold price. Um, so uh, at the end of the day, we ended the year, this year, 2021, with more cash than we predicted, over $12 million in the bank. Um, so we were certainly not forecasting that. And uh, so although we had you know, our challenges in 2021, um, cash in the company, much better. So going, and this is what you, you've just pointed out, you know, a component of our cash generation and cash we've got is a big part of the building of Coringa. So, you know, everyone knows we, we, we can't fund Coringa entirely out of cash flow. Uh, well, if we do, it'll take an awful long time. You know, it was never in our plan to build Coringa out of Polito cash flow. That's uh, we just don't generate that amount of money, but it'll be a meaningful part 
uh, and to contribution to it. Um, so yeah, m continuing to mine at these rates or maybe a little bit better, these gold prices, fantastic news for actually funding Coringa. And it'll sit really nicely alongside uh, the various lenders we're talking to at the moment to actually come in and uh, put funding into Sarabi. It makes them feel good about us because obviously we're putting in a meaningful contribution um, when we come to actually uh, um, start this assembly of the process plant all being well, Q3 2022 this year. Okay. So, okay, gold price, your friend, exchange rate, your friend. Um, but I guess what, what I'm interested in is trying to understand is I, you have had to do things slightly out of order over the last 18 months, just by dint of, of COVID, like I say, and supply chain issues, I, you know, as I keep repeating. But at some point, you kind of got to bring that back in track. You've got to realign, recalibrate that and start doing things in the right order. Because I noticed that, you know, you know, although the, there's a 17% improvement in mind grade, I mean, Q, Q4, was that, was that? On track, or were you kind of up and down, and 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 just trying to trying to levelize? No, no. As I said, Q4 was just actually down to South Chica and one particular pump we were mining. It was just a lower grade area that we just had to go through, and that's it. It's just, it's just a you know, it's, it's nature of mining. Sometimes you just got an area where you just got to battle your way through. I mean, as I said, at Polito, the grade's been fantastic and remain good, and will have a great sort of 2022 Polito. South Chico, the grade's a little uh, not so high. Uh, one of the things I is important to note and which is something we're really working on i think this could be something which is which is um a bit of a sort of a, a joker up our sleeve on this um all sorting today i know we've talked about this it's something which i really believe in i think is absolutely great it's been fabulous for polito we are stepping up our development rates uh, even more we're going to generate we're going to pass a lot of this material through all sorting which is going to uh, bring some nice high grade um supplementary feed for the process plant 50% of our production, 60% of our production comes from Polito. 40% comes from Sao Chico. Um, Sao Chico, thus far, we've not really been able to sort of, um, it doesn't sort so well. It's a little, the contrast between the ore and the waste isn't quite so good. Um, our group metallurgist, Dave Pretty, is actually over in Poland as I speak, looking at this. You know, they've got new software. We've got, uh, we're doing more test work on Sao Chico. And we're going to really, uh, we really think we've got a shot at actually getting Sao Chico um, to work with all sorting as well. If that works, then that really is going to change our world. It really is going to change our world. I mean, it, it means that we've got a lot of bulk at Sao Chico, medium grade, quite a, quite a lot of low grade. All that comes into play and we can really throw some, some, some material at that process plant and the all sort will work. It will really, will really put the all sort through its paces. At the moment, it's working well. Um, it's not. It's it's not working hard. It's working on the development and some of the low grade stope or or at Polito. But if we throw the South Chico material in there as well, if we can get this to work and crack, crack the formula, then um, huge upside. Huge upside for us. And typically, what what is the what is the range of uh, the in, increased throughput? And where well that. for Polito, I mean that's a difficult one for me to answer on South Chico because at the moment we don't do it. Polito is amazing. I mean we get like a six um, six or well, basically a volume reduction. Of um, by by we get one sixth of the volume, and the grade goes up approximately the same six times. So if you're feeding two gram material, it comes out at sort of 10, 12 grams, and uh, and you you eliminate all that waste with very little loss. So it's it's fabulous. It's fabulous for okay. Polito, but we've not really cracked it for Sao Chico yet. But we 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 think we're getting there. You're getting there when when. Okay, everyone's going to be interested in timing. So, what, what, what are you doing? How long is it going to take? When can you we hear something? Test work, 
going on right now. Uh, we'll put it to the test um, in Q1 and so we'll see how we go. It might not work on all the ore bodies. It might work just on some of the ore bodies. But if we can at least maybe pass 30, 40% of the Sour Chico ore through ore sorter, it's, it's going to be significant, you know? So it's... Um, okay. That's... that's uh, Talk to me about talk to me about expression. I've seen, I've seen some notes about Gabby and Palais, etc. And you know, you, you are still you've got money in the bank. Your exp, expiration is a meaningful blue sky upside for this project. When we've talked about Keringa at length, and you know, people go back to previous conversations about. I'm interested in the expiration. How's that? How's that going? Well, the big news for expiration, of course, which we're eagerly anticipating, is the airborne survey finished uh, in. Um, uh, in December, um, and that's obviously being processed right now. Um, early, early sort of indications are some fam- fabulous ore bodies, or sorry, geophysical anomalies. Getting ahead of myself there, ore bodies. Uh, some fantastic uh, geophysical anomalies in and around the Sao Domingos area, uh, immediately to the west of Sao Chico. That was the area that we were doing. Obviously, we've got Polito Sao Chico covered. The purpose of this survey was the next section over towards Sao Domingos, where we've obviously got. Uh, the Tucano uh, prospect, which we drilled and got that beautiful intersection, which did make the top 10 drill holes on the TSX. Uh, if you noticed that, that was a great, uh, um, that was great. We, we, we decided to sort of step off the gas a little bit on drilling there because it's almost like an overwhelming area of opportunity. There are Garimpos everywhere and there's prospects all over. And we, we really need to step back and make some sense of it. So the whole idea of the airborne service is to try to give it a little bit more focus and a bit more direction, which we're, we're doing. We'll get that folk, we'll get that processed in the next um, uh, through few weeks or so, and that'll really give us some good target definition. We'll go back to Sao Ch- Domingos then uh, and look again and really f- probably focus initially before, rather than just sort of throwing money at drilling. I think we're going to get on the ground do a lot more deep geochemistry with uh, auger rigs or rab rigs, which we're doing just to try to understand the geochemical anomalies better, and then we'll be drilling uh, uh, certainly in the second part of the year. And uh, we are looking for bulk there. We're looking for significant targets, uh, you know, game-changing um, discoveries, because they are certainly indications are that what we've found so far has a potential to have scale. Right. This, this is the bit that I think a lot of retail investors find really boring, if I'm honest with you, okay? They, they want conventional signposts like we're spending X dollars, we're doing X meters, we have got X number of targets, right? But the actual real heavy lifting is is, is the is the process that you're outlining, right? So it, give, give me give me a time in 2022, in terms of expiration, what what does that look like? Just in terms of signposts that we can look for. We've got six targets in the in the tenement in the whole that big belt where we think we've got six potential one million ounce plus six targets that could potentially be one to one point five million ounce deposits. They have the surface indications. They have the footprint. Let's say the anomaly is of a similar sort of size to Tilka Tanzania, which is the asset, the two point five million ounce deposit, the G mining and mining just up the road. So, in, from where we are today, from a geophysical anomaly, a geochemical anomaly, we've got six of those. So we're moving them forward, and that's it. So we're looking for scale. We're looking for stock work. We're looking for bulk open pit target style mineralization, just like TZS is. And we, you know, rocks are the, the rocks are right. So you, you've been so used to being a producer for the last few years that you. As a, as a business, as a corporation, behave a certain way. You talk to the market a certain way. COVID's come along, put a real 
you know, cur curveball out there for you. Um, impacted the way you would go about running a producing business and having just acquired a, 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 sec a second asset. Are you going to have to talk to the market a different way now? And, and the reason I ask that is because things like I saw in December communication come out with regards to potential temporary suspension of future licenses at Coringa, right? That, that's not very positive language. And this, the, you know, and, and the conversations around the um, indigenous study, whether you needed to do it or didn't need to do it, lots of chat and chat room and lots of inf inference from that by people who, you know, may or may not actually know any of the detail and maybe just want to want to be heard. It, it's thrown a curveball. Your share price took a massive hit uh, from that. Are you going to have to learn to, or are you going to have to address things differently going forward until you get back into that kind of steady state um, production again? It's, you know, I, I think about that and I think about, you know, how could we have handled the news flow of that differently? And I don't think that this is the problem with chat rooms. <laughs> there's, there's not, there's, there's not, you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. <clears throat> Little bit of history on this. Um, we, by law, um, do not have to do an indigenous study. It's very, it's very straightforward. Says who? Says, says who? Um, the Federal Agency for Environment for uh, Indigenous Communities, you know, the FUNAI. They're the guys that decide whether you should do an indigenous study or not. And they said no. And they signed off in December 2020, said we don't need to do one, period. So when the, when the guys who are basically responsible for doing that say you don't need to do one, you feel good about things. What, what, so, what about the local indigenous population? How do they feel? Likewise, likewise. They, 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 they live 60 kilometers away. They, they weren't bothered at all, at all. Nothing at all. Okay. And the environmental agency, SEMIS, who are giving us the license, they said, fine, if Fu and I say we don't need to do one, we don't need to do one, period, full stop. So who said you do? The issue, well, the issue was the, the public prosecutor in Brazil, I mean, look, at it, it, end of the day, Matt, it's his job. He's got to go out there and basically say, look, I just want to be able to look everybody in the eye and say, this project is as clean as it can be. Well, I tell you, it is as clean as it's going to be. Point number one, there is no tailings dam there, right? So tailings dams are dry. The, 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 you know, any contamination is not going to go anywhere. Point number two, the project is lower and 60 kilometers away from where the indigenous community actually is located. So, you know, lower, it's not water doesn't flow uphill. It's, you know... No, there is no impact. And the, all these were the reasons why Fu and I said right from the outset, don't need to do one. But the public prosecutor, and I think quite rightly, you know, kept saying, you should do one. You do one. You know, and I want you to do one. Well, you know what? I've got no problem with that at all. No problem with that at all. Because at the end of the day, just to, just to have everyone to have peace of mind, we've got full support. We've taken away the tailings dam. So people are happy about that. We've got a small footprint. It's dry stack tailings. And we're going to have uh, uh, so that there'll be no impact anyway. We've already got that in the in the um, uh, in, in the uh, in the the LP that we got awarded in the public hearing that we had in 2020. So no problem doing that. So we took the decision, despite our legal counsel saying you don't need to do this. We changed our minds in Q3 last year and said no. Let's do the let's do an indigenous study. Let's just get this done because we've got that in our back pocket now. It's not the sort of thing you want to advertise because if you do advertise, you say you're doing one, people then might think, well, why are you doing one if you don't need to do one? That doesn't seem to be a very, um, I'm, a, I'm you know, a bit anxious about that. Peace of mind. Um, that's it. Peace of mind. So the status where we are today is we actually have, the decision has not been finally made whether we do need to do this indigenous study or not. 
it's still out there. What we have today is, and what that news flow was about, was one of the judges, of the three judges that's hearing this, making this decision, he just voiced his opinion saying, I think Sarabi should do an Indigenous study. We haven't heard from the other two judges yet. The decision isn't final anyway. But we said, it's enough. We've already started doing one anyway. So We're you said, it. We're using so the judge, the judge, one of the three judges said, and I'm not saying that nothing started yet. I'm just saying, Ian, at the point he was asked if he would be asked to adjudicate on it, he's saying, I would like you to have done an indigenous study. And you said, we agree. In fact, we've already started it. Is that what happened? No, he's just spoken to he just spoke to a journalist, and the journalist reported this. Okay, his, so, <laughs> his opinion, yeah, even his even opinion, further yeah. even further away, right? Okay, so, but the but the, yeah. the point is, he he said his piece in public for some reason. You've said, well, that's fair enough. We agree. In fact, we've already started started it because we don't have to do it, according to your lawyers. But you feel so. Is that sort of? Do you think we'll see more and more of this? Because in this kind of ESG environment, this very, you know, um, con you know, funds are conscious of it, investors are conscious of it. Whatever the law says, the law may need to, you know, change because people, sh people feel better about doing these things. I mean, does this thing cost a lot of money? Does it take a lot of time? No, no, it's going to cost us about uh, $150,000. So why wouldn't you do it? Okay, and it, take, it makes sense. Exactly. And we were, well, we were advised by all the authorities that we didn't need to do it, but I think we just decided as time was going on, let's just do it. Let's just do it. And, I, and again, I, I, you know, I, 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 I encourage the, the authorities to make us do it because then there'll be, you know, there'll be no comeback. You know, it's absolutely done and dusted. The project is superb. It's going to be most of, one of the most advanced projects built in Brazil in the last 10 years. It doesn't have a tailings dam. It's got the lowest footprint, smallest environmental risk that a mine could have. It's underground. So, you know, and do you know what? It's all going to be done because we took the proactive step of starting this. It will be done during Q2 next year. We hope to get a draft. So before ne next year being, on. sorry, 2020, year, sorry, 2022, 2022. Yes, yes. right, 2022. We'll have it in our hands, uh, a draft by March. We should have the full study in by uh, in our hands late April, May. We'll be getting the LI at the same time. So let's just say, worst case scenario, the LI comes back and it's going to say, yep, here's the LI, the installation license to start the construction of Coringa process plant. It is contingent on you having an ECI, an indigenous study. We'll go, fine, you've already got it. There you are. We've, we've anticipated it. So it will not impact on the timing of actually us being able to go to our lenders to actually get the money to put together with our money and start building Coringa in Q3 this year. That's exactly where it was going. Okay. Timing not impacted. Cost of yep. your money or access to money not impacted. Correct. And in fact... Another good reason for doing the study as well, because they're going to look at it, not just investors that actually are obviously very aware and wanting to see companies working, uh, basically producing green gold these days, uh, et cetera. Those lenders are just fall into that same basket. So, um, yeah, all good. Okay. I mean, it's been, it's, been, it's, been, it's been a tough one the last 18 months, right? It's been a real tough one. But you've overcome – I mean, mining's difficult anyway – but it's been particularly tough for the last 18 months. I heard from some of your peers nearby, you know, they've been through the same thing and you've got to keep it going. Um, and I, I, what I'm looking for, Mike, this year is, you know, what, what are those moments this year? So, so, so sounds, sounds like you, you've just outlined some of the deliverables this year. Is, is there anything more that we should be looking to? 
Well, I think, you know, exploration-wise, um, I, I suppose it's really critical to us that we actually don't have any delays. I mean, we are funding everything from Coringa, uh, sorry, Polito cash flow at the moment. We're exploring brownfield exploration, greenfield exploration. Greenfield exploration is obviously the real kind of the real prize there because that's where we might find something really big. We just can't throw money at that willy-nilly like, like, a, mid, like a mid-tier. We can't. We've got to, this is why we go through, as you called it, the slightly boring, you know, but we, we have to go through that risk reduction process to actually really make sure that our drilling really, really counts. You know, it's important. We just can't throw meters um, uh, because it, it, it's not that simple, okay? But we can really, really bullseye and focus in our targets, which means when we do drill, it will really be worth drilling. It really will be. The Brownfield exploration has continued. We've been really successful. Um, I know it's less exciting because it's more veins and people are going, oh, you know, more veins, you know. Um, and I do find it sometimes a little frustrating that we're, I seem to find myself constantly sort of explaining why we didn't do 44,000 ounces and why we did 41,000 ounces or we didn't do 39,000 ounces, we did 37, where really we want to be talking about a such much, much bigger story. And, a much, and that's where we're trying to get to. You know, we, you know, we get Coringa on stream. You know, we're all of a sudden, we're a much bigger, you know, we're a significant scale change in terms of our production. And we've got some really uh, good news flow. And then obviously finding something big, big in our backyard. And, you know, as I said, I keep using TZ, Ticotanzinho, as an example. It's, it's, it's the adjacent ground. I really believe we've got five or six of those on, in our tenement. I really do. 